This is the Aligned Athlete Podcast, the place for basketball players who are looking to unlock their limitless potential on and off the court by tapping into their mindset, habits, and lifestyle design. If this sounds like your kind of thing, come and hang out with me. I'm your host, Dr. Rosie Mead, mental performance coach to some of the top basketball players. Make sure you connect with me. You can find me on all social channels at Dr. Rosie Mead. But for now, let's head into today's episode. Hi, I hope you're having a good day. I'm coming on today to talk about the importance of reflection, like why you need to do it in the first place, why you need to invest your time in reflecting, as well as some tangible things so that you can go away and actually start using your time effectively to reflect. So I've got four, I don't know, five tools that I want to share today about how you can start reflecting, how you can use reflection as part of the the process of improving your performance on the court. So obviously this is all around the mental skills side and it's so, so important to embed this stuff. So first of all, why you need to do it. I mean, it's like going into a woods (laughs) without a map. If you don't reflect on where you are, on your journey towards your goals, you're not going to know that you're getting to that, that you're in the right path. I probably used the wrong analogy with a map, but you're not going to know that you're going down that right path, that you're actually heading in the right direction. Because if you don't have a clue where you're going, first of all, but that's a whole other video, could be around getting clarity. But if you don't know whether what you're doing is actually helping you to move forward, one, there's kind of no point in doing it, if that makes sense. Because if you don't know if you're not reflecting on where that's taking you, if it's actually moving you in the direction that you want to go, you don't know whether what you're doing is actually helpful, is actually beneficial. So, I mean, that's kind of the like one of the main reasons why you need to be reflecting. But then we need to come on to the how, how you do it. And it can be really easy to just say you need to reflect. And we want to make sure that you're using that time in the best way possible so that you're not just wasting your time. You know, this is very much about investing your time so that you see that return on investment, just as you would in investing money in a course or a coach or a program. You want to be seeing that what you're putting in is actually reaping the rewards. So I want you to see your time as energy as well. So putting your time into reflection, you want to be making sure that you're maximizing using that time so that you're getting the greatest outcome. So in no particular order, as normal, I wanted to run through five points, five ways that you can be bringing in reflection as part of your daily practice and how you can be using that to optimise your performance on the court. So one of my favourite ones is to journal. And if you've been in my community for a while, you'll know that I talk a lot about journaling. So journaling at the end of the day can be a really great way to reflect on how one how your day's gone you know just letting your thoughts come out noticing what's coming up for you just reflecting on the day as a whole but I don't just want us to use journaling as a tool for brain dumping you know it's great for that and it's great for getting things out of our head but actually you can use journaling as a really powerful tool to reflect on your goal, your longer term vision, and the things that you did today. So I said yesterday about like 
telescopic and microscopic goals. So the telescope is looking at the moon and the microscope is looking at the details. So when you reflect, it's the same. So reflecting on the day on those microscopic details and seeing them linked to have they actually supported you with that longer term vision, with the goals that you've got in mind, with that absolute clarity and focus. I was going to say, which you will get when you work with me, which you will get <laughs> when you work with me. But, you know, having clarity and focus is number one. And then reflecting to see, have you actually utilised the day to help you to get towards those goals? So using journaling as a way to do that. You know, you can coach yourself through journaling. This is something that I absolutely love to do. And I empower clients to do that as well. You know, if you become your own coach so that you can then be recognising, you know, if we go back to journaling, if you use your journal as that way to to notice kind of how you've shown up during the day, you know, did you show up as your best self? What challenges came your way? How did you overcome them? How did you react? How did you respond? Did you act in a way that's in integrity with how you want to be and also how your goals, how <laughs> what your vision is and where you where you're heading? So journaling could be a really good tool to just work through that element as well. Secondly, before I spend all of this time on journaling, secondly, thinking about reflecting on your week. So just spending some time. Now, this is something that personally took me a while to get used to because I'd see it to begin with. I used to see reflecting as almost a waste of time. You know, I could be doing, I could be hustling I could keep on working keep on moving reflecting felt like it was taking away from that but actually it's the complete opposite if you can put some time into reflecting at the end of the week and you know really consider your whole week as an overview did I show up as my best self did I do things that helped to move the goal forwards or move the needle forwards towards my goal did I act in integrity did I behave the way that I wanted to do? Did I show up as my best self in my relationships? Whatever it is. And you know, sometimes it can be uncomfortable. This isn't about just saying that we did everything and, you know, ticking everything off when actually deep down we feel that we probably could have shown up in a different way or we could have done things slightly differently. So one, you know, this isn't berating yourself either, but using reflecting time as a learning opportunity. So reflecting on your week as a whole is super, super powerful. And the thing is, it can then set you up for the next week. You know, I mean, each day is an opportunity to learn and grow. And each week, if we see it as a, a reflective tool, each week is an opportunity to move forward and take those learnings into the next week. You know, what's worked well? What's not worked? What would you like to change? What can you learn? Where can you grow? Where can you see those opportunities to then move you into the next week. So it's a really good way to kind of look back and then look forward as well. Observing your self-talk. So reflecting on your self-talk, I said to a client this week about, um, I wanted him to be an observer of his self-talk. So catching what you're saying to yourself is so important. Thinking of the language that you use with yourself. Is it serving you to get towards your goals? Are you using positive self-talk? Are you supporting yourself to move forward? Or have you been a bit hard on yourself this week? Or if you have been hard on yourself, do you feel that actually that served me? You know, there was there were times where I just 
couldn't be asked <laughs> to take action on my goals or just didn't feel like exercising or whatever it is. And so then actually, if you used self-talk that, you know, might have been a bit hard on yourself, but was coming from a place of love and encouragement, that's no bad thing. So again, it's just weighing up, it's observing, it's becoming an observer of your self-talk. And the more that you do this work, the more you notice that that stuff just becomes easier. You catch your self-talk, you reflect on whether it's serving you, whether it's um, actually getting in your way. And then the more that you do that, the more that you're able to support your self-talk to move you towards your goals, to move you towards that future vision that you can see that you're then going to be bringing into the present day through your language, to, through your self-talk. So that's point number three. And then point number four is reflecting on your habits. You know, spending a bit of time, again, whether it's a weekly thing, whether it's a daily thing, or whether you're just noticing in the moment, you know, there's no prescription to this. But noticing your habits and your routines, are they, again, are they supporting you to be your best self, to move the needle on your goals? If, you know, when we're setting goals, especially if we're setting quite big goals, you know, they're going to step us out of our comfort zone. We're going to essentially change who we are, how we show up in order to get to our goals. So looking at those habits, those routines, are they serving you? to be that person? Are you setting up habits that support you to perform at the highest level? And then the last one, which kind of just combines all of the things that I've been talking about. So whether you're looking at your daily habits, whether you're looking at how you've shown up over the week, whether you're looking at your self-talk, then creating a start-stop continue list. Now you've probably heard of this. It's really, really powerful and it's not a one-off tool. You know, I'd say use this regularly, do it as a weekly exercise, do it as a monthly exercise. You know, often we might only look at these kind of things on like New Year's Eve. Don't leave it as a once a year thing. Personally, I like to work in 12 week cycles. I do the 12 week year, which is for another um, conversation. So I'll often do this like daily, weekly, <laughs> quarterly. Um, you can't do this too much. So thinking about start so what are the things that you need to start doing that are again this is all with your goals in mind so what are the things you need to start doing that are going to help you to get towards your goal what are the things that you need to stop doing so the things that just aren't serving you and they can be actions they can be behaviors they could be maybe people that you spend time with you know I've spoken about before about like energy drainers someone mentioned about energy vampires the other day um, you know, being conscious about what do you need to stop doing? What's getting in your way of achieving the goals that you're setting to achieve? And also what's working really well? You know, go to the positive. What's working really well? What do you feel you want to dial up more? What do you want more of? So what do you want to continue? And, you know, this doesn't have to be an exhaustive list, but even just taking the time to notice what do I want to stop, start, continue, just having that time to reflect means that we get back in the driver's seat you notice what's working for you what's not serving you what you want to start doing and start bringing in and then from a brain perspective you then start to spot opportunities that will help you to move the needle forward and you become that bit more conscious about you are in control of your life you are in the driver's seat and therefore you get to release the things that are no longer serving you or you get to 
manage how you respond to those things that are no longer serving you so that you're not investing huge amounts of energy, if that makes sense. So they're the five points that I wanted to go through in terms of the importance of reflection. So why you need to reflect in the first place and also some five tools that you can go away because I'm really conscious. I want you to watch these videos or listen to the podcast if you're listening to it and actually have some tangibles that you can take away and start using now. So if you've got any questions, I mean, I'm on Instagram and all the other channels at the moment. If you've got any questions, do just drop me a message. I'd absolutely love to continue this conversation. If there's anything in particular you want to talk about. And also I wanted to let you know that I've got two, just two spaces left at the moment to work with me. So this is my two week intensive. I do have longer programs available as well, but this is really exciting. So if you're new to my world, I've got a two week intensive where you can work with me on your mental performance. We dive into one particular area that we identify on a Zoom call where we feel that you want to work, you really want to focus on for the next two weeks. And we go in hard <laughs> for two weeks. We're on, in WhatsApp. I'm coaching, guiding, supporting you daily in there, keeping accountability so that you can start moving the needle on your mental performance so you can perform at your best on the court. So for two weeks, it's just $500 if you sign up by this Friday, so the 16th of June, um, and the price is going to go up after that. So I've just got two spots available. If you want to grab those, again, drop me a message, grab your spot because I know they're going to go fast. So I hope you have a fantastic day and I'll catch you really soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked it, why not share it with three friends? Don't forget to connect with me. You can find me on all social channels at Dr. Rosie Mead.